0: What's up, everybody? Quick, coming Shirley from Philly Sports Talk here. Going to recap the incredible divisional round uh, of the NFL playoffs this week. Probably the best week of football I've ever seen. Actually, not probably the best week of football I've ever seen. So, how I'll do this is I'll just go in order of the games this weekend. So, I'll start with the Saturday games. Uh, let's get right into it. So, the Bengals they knock off the one seed Titans by a score of nineteen to sixteen. I won't lie to you. I'm, I was a little surprised. Uh, I was going back and forth between who I wanted or who I think would win. You know, I thought, you know, Titans were getting Henry back, but would he be 100%? And the Bengals, Joe Burrow has all this momentum. I really didn't know who to go for, so I was kind of 50-50 on this. This is Cincinnati's first road playoff win in franchise history. They were 0-7 prior to this game. And uh, really, the big stat line, Joe Burrow was sacked nine times in this game, which is tied for the record for most sacks in uh, in a playoff game. For him to endure that many sacks and to win this game is nothing short of remarkable. Um, You know, give give some credit to the Titans' D-line. And this this was bound to happen at some point, you know. The Bengals should not regret taking Chase or any of their other skill players, but, you know, they took some skill players over alignment in the last couple drafts, and, you know, this was expected to happen eventually where the O-line would struggle, and it definitely did. Uh, I kind of felt bad, like if they lost this game, I think a lot of, pretty much almost all the playing could go on the O-line, but this team is going to get a lot better when they assess that uh, in the draft in the upcoming years. I don't think they should look anything but that O-line. Their defense played pretty well, but it's just just that O-line, so they really have to address that. Uh, There's only one passing touchdown in the game, and it was from Tannehill to A.J. Brown, and A.J. Brown really did explode in this one, five receptions for 142 yards and a touchdown. He proved that he can ball under the biggest lights, and I think he uh, can continue to be this elite in playoff games going forward with the Titans or with anybody else. Uh, Tannehill, he threw three interceptions, including on his first snap of the game and his last. You know, the last interception was a very unlucky bounce, and it was a tight window, but I, I'm i not going to it on Tannehill. It probably could have been a better throw, but it's it just very unlucky. If that interception doesn't happen, I think the Titans are moving on. Um, and the first step of the game was just a bad screenplay, you know, that got tipped and was picked. I don't know how he didn't see that one coming, uh, but the run game was decent. You know, they couldn't, They. it seems like they were trying to abuse Henry a little too much because Henry only had 20 attempts for 62 yards. He did have a touchdown. Um, it was out of the Wildcat formation, but Deontay Foreman, he should have had a much heavier workload than he did. Foreman had four attempts for 66 yards, and that was really it for him. Uh, you know, he needs to get involved more in the game plan when he's doing that when Henry's not, you know, exploding for rushes. Uh, but overall, I really believe the Titans could win with Ryan Tannehill at quarterback and Derek Henry at running back, but I could definitely see how somebody doesn't think or somebody thinks that they will never be able to get out of the AFC uh, with how stacked the, um, the quarterback class is in the AFC. You know, you got Herbert, Burrow, Mahomes, Allen. list goes on and on. Uh, so I, I completely see how somebody can think Tano can't win. I really do believe he can. You know, he threw three interceptions in this one, probably his worst game of the season. And I still think they should have won. Just an unlucky bounce and then a walk-off field goal. But they're going to need to get more weapons on both sides of the ball as they really want to win with him. Uh, Joe Burrow, he actually played pretty well. You know, again, he didn't have a touchdown, but he threw 20 to 37, 348 yards and in an interception. Again, mostly all of all of that was because of pressure. But uh, Joe Mixon, he was really the star for the offense in this one, and he had 14 attempts for 54 yards and a touchdown, along with six receptions for 51 yards. He's really had the best season of his career this year, and um, it's amazing considering that this O-line is not really that good. But uh, Jamar Chase, five receptions, 109 yards. T. Higgins, seven receptions for 96 yards. These young skill players uh, for the Bengals, they're really showing out. Um, and this team is just going to be a threat for years to come. But Evan McPherson, let's talk about him for a second. So he was four for four on field goals in this one, and he knocked in an extra point as well. Uh, you know, he had that game winner. Uh, he went up and down the sideline saying, "It looks like we're going to the AFC Championship," uh, when he was about to go kick it. You know, that's that's confidence right there. They drafted him in the fifth round this year, 149th overall. He only missed two extra points this season, was 28-33 for field goals, and that's just during the regular season. He's 8-of-8 eight eight on field goals so far in the playoffs, as he knocked in four last week, too. So he's having one hell of a season, and looks like the Bengals got one in him. But let's go to the next game. So the Forty ers they knock off the Packers 13-10. to 10. This game was, you know, these are the games I actually like. A lot of people like high-scoring games, and that's why they might say the Bills and Chiefs game was better. And it probably was to a certain extent, but I love these defensive uh, showdowns. So th- it was a stunner. I won't lie. You know, I didn't think there was a way that Rogers was going to lose at Lambeau in this freezing cold, but he did. Uh, or he did. Yeah, he did lose. But Sam Fran, they did not score in the first half, and Jimmy Graplo, uh, he didn't have any completion until very late on, later on in the second half, and he also threw a pivotal interception at the end of the first half while they were in the red zone, which really. Sway the tide of the game, but... And my bad, I meant uh, completion later on in the first half. He ended 11-19, 131 yards on an interception, no touchdowns, but uh, the running game was decent for them. They couldn't really get too much going with Debo Samuel, but with Mitchell, they had 17 attempts for 53 yards. Samuel only had 10 attempts for 39 yards. He had a clutch uh, first down late. He only had three receptions for 44 yards, too, so he really wasn't that um, that much of a game-changer in this one. Neither was George Kittle, who only had four receptions for 63 yards. I mean, I guess in the cold like this, you could say that's that's a pretty good stat line, and it is actually a, a good stat line. But for those players, you know, you expect a little bit more, uh, but a lot of that goes hand-in-hand hand with Jimmy Garoppolo, who just did not have a very great game. But he did what he needed. Uh, the blocked punt is really the only reason why the 49ers won this game. It was their only touchdown, and just such a big play. You know, that these are the clutch plays the teams have to make to overcome adversity and get move on in the playoffs, and they made it. I, I was in shock watching that blocked punt, uh, and then later on, Robbie Gold kicked the game winning field goal. You know, it's funny. And Robbie Gold in uh, pregame, he was kicking field goals while the Packers were getting introduced. <laughs> the, so I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, nothing would stop him from kicking field goals that night. But let's talk about the Packers for a second. So Aaron Rodgers he threw for twenty twenty nine, two hundred twenty five yards. No touchdowns for him. And really, there was not much involved in this game plan. You know, they just got it to their best players. Aaron Jones, he had 12 attempts for 41 yards, and nine, and he also had nine receptions for 129 yards. So him and Devontae Adams accounted for 18 of Rodgers' 20 receptions. Well, not Rodgers' receptions, completions, because Adams had nine receptions for 90 yards. Uh, so, I mean... You know, they got the ball into the hands of their best players. It just couldn't work out. The special teams unit has to come up with, has to block the defensive line of the 49ers. That's all I have to say. They would have won this game. Um, and now I, both Rogers and Adams are now free agents, uh, and I expect them both to leave for cap room restraints on the Packers and for just other you know, factors. And I, I honestly think there's a pretty decent chance that Aaron Rodgers retires after this year. I would definitely not count that out, but the last note on this game is Mason Crosby missed a pivotal field goal. Um, you know, obviously, uh, this whole game probably could have changed a little bit, but, yeah, that's it for the Packers game. So, let's get into the Sunday games. So, the Rams knock off the Buccaneers 30-27, to and this was another stunner, um, and for other reasons as the Buccaneers almost came back, but... Yeah, the Bucs, they were beat up pretty badly in this one. They were missing key offensive lineman Tristan Wurst, one of the best offensive tackles in football. And Ryan Jensen, he was able to play. He was clear to play, but probably not 100%. So they were obviously down a little bit in that category. But I got to give credit to Matthew Stafford. You know, I still don't know. I saw my doubts on him on if he could win this year, uh, but he bought out in this one. 28-38, 366 yards, two touchdowns on a rushing touchdown, and he came up big when it mattered, Um, especially when the Rams' rushing game was not working at all. Cam Akers, he only uh, had 48 yards on 24 attempts, so a heavy workload, but not much to show for it. And Akers had a crucial fumble late to give the ball right back to the Bucs, uh, which accounted for one of his two lost fumbles. So, the run game really struggled, and Cooper Cup. I mean, oh my gosh. <laughs> He's now performing in the postseason, too. Nine receptions for 183 yards and a touchdown, including the huge reception at the end of the fourth quarter to put them in field goal range. Uh, this guy is definitely top five now, I'd say, in the league. He's put himself there. You know, I was never saying that he was top three, but I think he could be a candidate for top three in the league at this point. I, I don't care if he lines up in the slot or whatever. Is, this guy is elite. Uh, you know, the Buccaneers, I can't believe they allowed that to happen. You know, the safeties, where are the safeties? Did they have, I mean, they just could not allow that to happen. I think the Buccaneers may have just gotten coached by McVay for a second because I think they expected the Rams to play a little conservative and not to go for um, some crazy plays to get into field goal range, considering that they were just constantly turning the ball over late, uh, but they did. Um. The Rams' defense, they get some credit on this one. They only had three sacks on Brady, but they had tons of pressure, including Von Miller's strip sack late to get the ball back in the fourth. But unfortunately, it wouldn't even matter for the defense uh, because the very next play, Matthew Stafford and his center had a miscommunication, and they just snapped snapped the ball back 35 yards, and the Buccaneers just got it right back. You know, that that was very bad. That cannot happen in a playoff game. But, yeah, the Rams really did try to lose this one. I mean... A rare Ramsey mistake as he got beaten one-on-one coverage of Mike Evans for a touchdown to make it a one-score game. I was shocked to see that. You know, a couple pass interference calls. They, I just could not believe what the Rams were doing. Like it just looked like they were trying to give this game to Brady. Now, some of that, some of the credit goes to Brady because he did play great. He played great in the second half. Not really in the first half. Uh, he finished thirty of fifty-four with three hundred twenty-nine yards, one touchdown, one interception. Leonard Fournette, he was heavily involved in the game plan even late when they were down, as he had 13 attempts, 51 yards, and two touchdowns, including nine receptions for 56 yards. He's really revived his career uh, down in Tampa, and I, I think he'll uh, still be elite. And by the way, when the Bucks tied this one, they had about 30 ticks left on the clock. Um, it was that crucial fourth and one that Leonard Fournette ran the ball on, and it looked like for a second he was going to get stuffed, but he ended up being able to run it in I was kind of thinking, you know, do you go down before the one to eliminate the clock? I that's that would be a controversial decision for the rest of the Bucs' lives, lives on this one. But Mike Evans, he bought out pretty, or he bought out to eight receptions, 119 yards, touchdown. A lot of that is from that big one on Jalen Ramsey. Uh, Ryan Suckup, he missed a key field goal in on this one, and you know, Mac A ended up kicking the game winner. So who knows what happens if he hits it, but. Let's go to the final game of the weekend. You know, this one was, may have been the best game I've ever seen. The Bills, they lose 42-36 to 36 to the Chiefs in overtime. And Josh Allen, Allen had one of the best uh, performances I've ever seen from a quarterback, if not the best I've ever seen. Same with Gabriel Davis, wide receiver. First player ever in the Super Bowl era to record 200-plus receiving yards and four touchdowns in a playoff game. Um, and they lost. <laughs> they lost, you know. That just shows uh, how elite the other team's offense is, and I'll get to that in a second. Uh, but Davis, he made up for Stephon Diggs, who only had three receptions for seven yards. Uh, I expected a, re- a revenge game just like everybody else did uh, from last year after they got knocked out by the Chiefs in the AFC championship, but uh, that's not what we saw. Uh, you know, he, A lot of it was because he was taking up some of the Chiefs' better defensive backs, and that's how Davis is going to open a lot, but you know, he's got to be more involved in the game plan. Um, But Allen, he really was so clutch. I mean, he got the ball back late, got a quick touchdown. You know, I I was so impressed. He finished 27-37 with 329 yards, four touchdowns, and 11 attempts for 68 yards. His run game has really come to life the last couple games as well. Uh, But, you know, Devin Singletary has kind of been on fire lately, but not really in this one. Only 10 attempts for 26 yards, and he did have a touchdown. But uh, just not much to show in the yards category. And the Bills' defense, they just couldn't hold the Chiefs' offense at all, especially inside the last two minutes in regulation. You know, they just played too much prevent defense. You can't play that much prevent defense. They have to get in the field goal range. You can't give them those chunk plays. The Chiefs only had 13 seconds left on the clock when they got the ball, um, and they just took advantage of it. And then they obviously won the coin toss and drove right down the field on the so-called best defense in football and scored a touchdown to win the game, you know. And I completely agree with all the other fans. There shouldn't there should not be that much power uh, in the hands of a coin toss. But again, defense does win championships, and you know that's what Keenan Allen said. You know the the game is not decided by the coin toss. But I agree to I agree with it to a certain extent. But both teams should have a shot in overtime. Um, but let's talk about the Chiefs for a second. Patrick Mahomes, thirty three of forty four, three hundred seventy eight yards. Three touchdowns, including a rushing touchdown and seven attempts for 69 yards. He scrambled pretty well in this one. Tyree Kill had that huge touchdown late in the fourth quarter. Man, he is so fast. He just broke open his final stat line: eleven receptions for 150 yards and a touchdown. And Travis Kelsey had the game winner. He ended with eight receptions, 96 yards and a touchdown. You know, at the end of the day, Mahomes has put it in the hands of his best skill players. Uh, but Harrison Bucker, he missed that crucial field goal going into halftime from 47 yards out, and he missed it short. <laughs> I was like, "What? How did he miss that short?" He's got one of the better legs in football. Um, that was a momentum twister a little bit, but I expect this Allen Mahomes rivalry rivalry to be like Rodgers and Brady. Uh, you know, Rodgers and Brady didn't play too too much, but you know, obviously Mahomes and Allen will be playing a lot, considering they're both in the AFC. Um, and I just think Mahomes will have Allen's number his whole career. But when Allen finally does beat him, the Bills will win it all. And that's why I think Allen will win or maybe retire with one or two reigns, maybe. Um, I, I think definitely one. And I think Mahomes, I think he's going to have a lot. And I'm predicting this now. I think Mahomes is going to be the second-best quarterback of all time. You know, Joe, guys like Joe Montana answer the chat. But I just really think he is. Uh, nothing, no, not really anybody could do what he did in this game to come back from this big deficit. I was just... Not, not necessarily a big deficit, but like with the time that he had on the clock, it truly was remarkable. But now let's go back to an, uh, a vintage Philly sports talk uh, segment that I have not done in a long time. So I'm going to give my top five performers of the week. Uh, it's been a long time coming since we've done this. So I'm going to give an honorable mention to Matthew Stafford. You know, usually he'd probably be on this list, but this list is so stacked. Um, He really did ball out. He did everything he could, especially with the slow run game. At number five, I have Evan McPherson. This guy, this rookie kicker, four for four on field goals, including the game winner. He was four for four last week. Just so impressive, sending the Bengals uh, to the AFC Championship. I loved watching this guy succeed. I have Cooper Cup at number four, you know, 183 receiving yards. Uh, that How let that one do the talking, including that very clutch reception at the end of the game to win the Rams the game after they kicked that game winning field goal. And number three, I have Josh Allen. Allen had probably one of the better performances I've ever seen. He just got out <laughs> And I, I would have had him at one if he won this game, but he just could not do it. And actually, I shouldn't even say that. The Bills defense and defensive coordinator and coaching staff could not do it. He could, and he almost did. Uh, number two, I have Gabriel Davis, 200-plus receiving yards and four touchdowns. That's just absurd, absurd. And, again, I mentioned that's the first player to ever do that in the playoffs in the Super Bowl era. But, guys, you know, <laughs> I have to do it. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, he, he lands number one. No, I don't think anybody besides Brady and maybe Rodgers at times could do what he did in this game. Um, and I just think that, again, I think he'll be the second-best quarterback ever. Uh, this is fourth straight AFC championship, and I would say he, he's the favorite to win the Super Bowl right now. But I do think at this point, any team left could win the Super Bowl. I see a scenario for even the 49ers, uh, Bengals, everybody. But So that's going to do it for this one. I will have a podcast out later in the week to preview the NFC and AFC championship. You yeah, Stay tuned on my Instagram account uh, for later dates. The Instagram is philly.sports.talk underscore One more time, philly.sports.talk underscore. There are no capitals. So go go to follow, post daily debates, podcasts, other things as well. Uh, So that's going to do it for this one. Um, Truly a masterful weekend, the best football weekend I've ever seen. And I'll keep you guys tuned. Thank you.